Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week six waiver wire already. Week six waiver wire pickups. We got some decent names here in this one. So let's jump into this thing. Um, number one name has to be Kadarius Tony. So we don't have to go too crazy about it. He put up a massive 10 for 189. Looked great doing it. I don't care even if he got suspended for the upcoming week for punching somebody and <laughs> Joe Judge didn't play him. I'd still be picking up Kadarius Tony, no matter what at this point. He he looked special, I feel like. You know what I mean? He just like, we saw it like it wasn't this week is where we saw it. It was week four. Just those he only had a he wasn't like he had a lot of he had six catches, I think, but there was a couple plays. You just saw it, right? Like that's where you got excited. Like it was you knew it was gonna happen. Like you saw the what he could do if they would get in the ball. And they did. They went and did that and made him the focal point. And yeah, no injuries have got to that point, but I think it doesn't matter at this point. The injuries, yeah, are what caused him or what allowed him to get this opportunity, but you just can't go back now. You can't go just put Tony back on the side, right? After what he's done. Like that's that's over with. You can't you can't just go put it put it put it away now. He's he's there and he's gonna keep doing this. Yeah, and, and the lovely part about that, too, is Kadarius Tony was only owned in, in just over 10% of ESPN leagues. So you are going to more than likely have a chance at him unless you're in leagues with people like me and Craig and hopefully our other listeners because hopefully you grabbed him. How much, and that's going to be the question, we are very, very high in him, right? And we got lucky enough where we could grab him early. And we waited and, and found out if he was going to be as special as we thought, perhaps. How much money would you put on him? He is the wide receiver. He's yes. on a, a not a good team. So, again, a couple of factors here. Um, obviously, if, when running backs come available at this point, I'd say put like 80% of your money, right, when running backs come available. If you're really hurt here, is the, here's the <laughs> a couple factors. Is it a keeper league, right? If you're in a keeper league and you get them off, you know, like an auction keeper league, whatever keeper league, and you get it on value, then he's worth a lot more to me. He's like, it's 50% of my money at that point. But I, if he's not, it's, it's, it's interesting because it depends on what your situation is. If you're really, really hurting that wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, I go 50% of my money to go get him for sure. But that's yeah. Keeper league would make me feel a lot better about it. Right. right and it's right. not a running back though. It's still, it's not a running back. Running backs are, seem to be, there's more receivers out there to, to plug in. So it, yeah, it's, I, if, if you're in a, a deeper I, yeah. league too, so if you're if you're playing three wide receivers and a flex or or however it may do, if you're in one of those leagues, which we have a lot of those, um, I, I feel pretty good at you know throwing a third of your budget out there at least on this guy because I, I really think that immediately he will be productive, and if he, f- I, I just don't see him failing, you know, unless he gets in his own way by <laughs> punching someone else, but um, yeah, I think he's going to be very productive and and. It becomes this one thing. I mean, it becomes a very difficult decision on waivers, right? What do your what does your team actually need, and what do you think is going to become available? That's why we have no issue with throwing money at Elijah Mitchell and finding out because who mm-hmm. else has come up? No one. Uh, Kadarius Tony could be a very good addition to your team for a flex position or a third wide receiver. Maybe you need a, a number two because injuries occurred or something. Um. But yeah, so I, I don't I don't have an issue with that, and especially with keepers, I I could see throwing half my budget at him if if you believe in him, right? And I yeah. think I do, but I it, it 
it only takes watching highlights to say, you know what, I agree with them or, yeah, you know what, I'm going to pass. And that, that's totally fine either way. But I do personally think the, the kid is going to be special. Yep. All right. Next up. Okay, this is um, – I was like, we've got uh, – let me pull this up here. So my next player was gonna, is Marquez Callaway. He is on a bye, though, in week six. The bye weeks, I say, for week six are Atlanta, New Orleans, the Jets, and San Francisco. So he is on a bye, which maybe he could sneak under the radar then because people are going to – a lot of people might look go to the free agents. They sort by projected, right? Let's see who's up there. Callaway's not going to show up. So – you could you could be able to get him back under the radar, which he was dropped. I mean, everyone picked him up right before the season, right? They didn't draft him, but then you picked him up, and then he was dropped after a couple of disappointing weeks. But he's he's still the main guy there until Michael Thomas comes back, and he's got eight targets this past week, four for eighty-five, two touchdowns. He he really should be on. He should be on a roster, and he was at thirty-nine point four percent, which is just under our threshold of forty percent here. So Marcus Callaway would be my next name on this. If again, yeah, he's not playing in week six, so you're not getting him to play. If you need somebody to play, don't get Callaway. Only get him if you can stash him. Yeah, and I think you can get him cheap, like you said, which is wonderful. Yeah. And that's what, you, what you're trying to do. So you can get more guys than I have to take a, a big shot at at Tony and 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 these other types of 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 guys. And yep. and and I mean, really, my my other names, they're not guarantees. At least the two next guys that I would put on my list, mm-hmm. kind of the wait and sees. They um they're not guys that you can play right away. So uh Marcus Callaway, even though he's on a bye week, uh yep. at least you know you can play him coming out of that. Kadarius Tony can play right away. So you, you do have to weigh at what you actually need. But yeah, I mean the other two I'll just name and I know I don't let me know if we go completely off the reservation here, but the Josh Gordon, because just to find out still, I think yep. you can get him for cheap still. Um, put him on your bench, find out. And then the other guy, the same kind of name would be Rashad Bateman. Supposed to, once again, we'll see what he does in, in Monday Night Football. Maybe this is in vain, <laughs> but uh, even, but even yeah. if he doesn't play well, like if he didn't play yeah. well, I don't, still, you got to shoot get him. And it's kind of the kid, you know, the Tony thing, once again, like you got to give him yep. a game to get going. So, yep. And then um, another name I'll throw out there is um, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's, he's, he's been, his production has been up to get on an uptick with the Lions. Um, Cephas looks like he might be out. It's been a couple of good games in a row for St. Brown. He's in one of those more under the radar picks pickups this week. But if you keep getting those kind of targets, some of these guys can end up being, you know, valuable. So Amonra St. Brown, if you're desperate for a play this week, maybe again, like Tim Patrick, he's back on under 80%, but or, or 40%, but he's been, he's had some, he's had some solid weeks and he's not a terrible desperation play. You know, he's not really a desperation play. I think he's just, he's more, he's, he's an okay, solid play, right? And going against Las Vegas, they don't necessarily scare me too much. So he'd be another one, at least. So that's pretty much my wide receiver picks. Running back's now interesting because Saquon, you know, we don't know the complete injury status, but it looks like he's definitely going to be missing this path, this upcoming week. So if you're hurting at running back, you need to, you need to play this week. Devontae Booker, I mean, that's going to be the pickup. And I, we just don't know how long it's going to last. This could be a longer term thing. The problem is I just don't believe in him to begin with that much. I, I mean, it's not even just him. It's the offense, like the run game with, if it's not Saquon, I don't, I don't trust it, but I mean, sometimes in fantasy, <laughs> he's a, yeah, exactly. You can't, <laughs> hey, you just got to go with who, who's going to get the ball, right? Yeah. Sometimes you but, just need a warm body to put in that, <laughs> that starting spot. So. Yeah, yeah, that's he, what you he need. Would, so he would be probably number one. Which he's going to be the yeah. If you need running back, he's the number one back. 
There's week. not a lot of running backs this time around. So no. So there'll be Booker. The next guy for me would be Khalil um, Herbert for the Bears, who had 18 carries. Actually, two more carries than Damian Williams. He's he's another one where, yeah, you probably have to go if you if you're that desperate, you go put a claim in for Booker first, right, and then Herbert's probably second. If you know if you're really really searching for a guy that you've been hit by injury, so Herbert would be the next one. I don't really know what he is at this point. He he, he looked fine in this past week. He's an interesting play, but go get Herbert. Then some other names I guess I could throw out there: Ramondre Stevenson, Brandon Bolden, depending on Damian Harris. And that's real. That's really getting desperate, though. That's, yeah, that's okay. That's yeah. That's you put a you put a claim in for Booker. You put a claim in for Herbert. You don't get either of those. Oh crap! I got to go down to like Ramondre Stevenson at this point. You don't want to. But sometimes that's what you but, get, right? But you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it, that's what it would give you in fantasy football sometimes. So those would be those names. Um, I got tight end here, Hunter Henry. Yeah, he's he's definitely starting to play well. I would say he's thirty five point six percent owned right now. He had six catches, seventy five, and a touchdown the week before, four for thirty two and a touchdown. Even before that, okay, it wasn't great, but tight end, you know, we're, we're grading on a curve here, right? <laughs> five for thirty six, but I like I like the targets they've gone from. It was three four, then six five eight. So he's had you know decent targets, nineteen targets in three games. I like to see that and. Sometimes you know tight end too. You this is one of the better plays I could you could find down here on the list is Hunter Henry, and then another one that is interesting only because who did they throw the ball to? It's Evan Ingram. He's he is back and playing. He's slowly getting back into it. Right, he had four for fifty five this past week. Last week he had five for twenty seven. But targets again, six targets, six targets, four targets. They're okay, but if everyone's still hurt. Or the Giants, it can't just all go to Tony. What if I don't even know? Maybe Tony will be suspended, right? Let's say Canary's Tony suspended for a game. Could be punching a guy. Who's going to catch the ball? I mean, Evan Ingram becomes interesting. Interesting desperation play there at tight end. So there we go. And you, I don't know if you have any other names there, running back or tight end. Probably not. No, I do not. <laughs> those are <laughs> those not, are it. Yeah, there's not much. So all right, I haven't looked at this yet. Let's see if we can find somebody a streamer at <laughs> quarterback or defense. I always like this little idea here. Let me pull it up. Let's see here. Let's go. To, at least at uh, quarterback, I'll go like 50% and down because that's sometimes more likely. So we got, we'll start this list off. Some of the names down here. Sam Darnold, he hasn't been playing. He didn't play great this last week. He then, you know, he's been good before that. He plays Minnesota. So that's an option, right? It's it's not probably what you would love to do, but it's an option. But what about Trevor Lawrence playing against Miami? Is this is this the game Trevor Lawrence finally like puts it together? I mean, it might. That's not. It's not what I hope for, but I don't think it's the worst idea. Uh, Miami, we just saw him get absolutely torched by obviously you know Tom Brady, but you know Trevor Lawrence found a way to get two touchdowns last game. I think this is the moment where Urban Meyer has to say, "Man, if we don't win this one." <laughs> like right. we're in some trouble. So let's let's get it let's get it moving. Um, but who knows? They could just run the ball a lot with Robinson. But I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a, a bad play uh, necessarily. Who is who is Trey Lance playing? Uh, he's on by this week, so can't. Get okay, him. doesn't matter. That's why I was going to so say. So Ben Roethlisberger playing against the Seahawks is interesting. I don't trust Ben at all whatsoever. Seattle's not been great, but 
that's again, it's there. It's there if you if you're if you're desperate, right? I think I'd rather go back to Taylor Heineke though, if I was looking for a play playing against the Chiefs, who you just really aren't a great pass defense. I'd probably go back and take another chance with with Heineke this week and think that they're gonna get down and just have to throw that ball around and hopefully he he gets some, you know, he does something there. So not the greatest of options this week in quarterback streaming, is there? Nope, we're we're starting to hit the uh, the bye week, so it's going to become pretty you know doggy dog kind of kind of deal here. Um, yeah, I don't so, know what exactly to to expect from a lot of these guys because they are uh, a lot of the guys down here are very up and down, and they don't come with very strong pass offenses. So you're looking for that that edge, whatever they may be, um, and yeah, the even the matchups. I don't see one in particular that really makes me like, okay, that's the one. Like it, no. it, it would have been Miami, but Trevor Lawrence is, you know, far from predictable. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably Lawrence. You, maybe you take that chance with Heineke, or maybe you just go back to Darnold against Minnesota because, I mean, and just think, okay, Darnold can get it done, right? Maybe. But there, there's that. All right, what about, what about defenses here? Here we go. 50% and under defenses next week. There's actually, I think, a couple of them that could be interesting. So the Cowboys are playing against the Patriots. Patriots do not have a prolific offense. Cowboys are forcing turnovers. I think they just set like an NFL record for the most games in a row with at least two takeaways. So they give up, the Cowboys will give up a couple points here and there, but they're getting takeaways. They've been surprisingly good. They have two picks in each game so far this season. I mean, Cowboys against Patriots, I think that's a solid one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. They have been very good. you know what I mean? Turnovers is yeah. the name of the game, and uh, that's what they've been doing. So, yep. I mean, I think they're a uh, – I mean, they were darn near a top five defense. So, it's it, very strange to say. <laughs> I don't know how they turned around yeah. so quickly, but they did. I think that's a great one because anyone against New England right now is going to look pretty good. Yep, I, I definitely like that one. So, the, the Raiders are playing at Denver. Denver, again, not prolific offense. They're interesting. Raiders are okay. Um, that's where you get more desperation play. If you can't like get the Cowboys Colts playing against Houston, Houston surprised us this past week, but Colts have been a Colts have been a solid D we're, we're talking this before Baltimore game. So let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, this, yeah. this might even, be old news. Even, even if they get torched by them, I, I, I still like it's that still one. As well. Yeah. I, Pack, I like that one as well. Packers, uh, at the bears Packers again, not, not the greatest D in the world, but can they, I don't, yeah, just I don't, stop I don't believe field. Yeah, and there's a there's a couple of teams that are really struggling on on offense, and you know, <laughs> we're talking about like QBs. There's not a lot of good matchups. There's actually quite a few here because I totally yep. agree with you. I'll, I'll take Green Bay and it, you know, in conference rivals, I, I think they can make Justin Fields make a mistake, and he hasn't been running, so there's not a lot to scare me. I mean, Montgomery is yep. down. That that offense is really struggling. So any, th- I mean, for those three, I think those would be my mm-hmm. my top three pick. How would you rank those? Because you could make a very good case for any of them. <laughs> but Cowboys for sure, the top yeah. pick out of those, right? Cowboys number one, I agree with you. Oh, then I forgot. There's no Vikings, Vikings at Carolina. Yeah, and that's not a bad one. I actually do like the other two better, but that's just me personally. Just because Carolina is very we have seen them do well. <laughs> yeah, so but I, the Vikings they could, have been could bounce back. The Vikings, I think they're they've been slightly surprising, and they don't give up a lot here. They they didn't do great against Cincinnati. Gave up twenty seven against Cincinnati in the first game. Arizona scored thirty four on them, but that's Arizona. Then they gave up seventeen only to Seattle. They only gave up fourteen to Cleveland. 
and then line 17, they've been surprisingly solid. I'll say they're not like, and they're not forcing a lot of turnovers though. Only three turnovers or four turnovers on the year. They get a few sacks, but I think they've been, I actually would probably put them after the Cowboys for me. Oh, okay. Go. Yeah. yeah. They, they probably are a little bit safer, but I do, yeah. I do like going for a more of the upside for, for the defense on this. Yep. But, all right. Yeah. I think that's about it though. Unless you want to play dolphins at Jacksonville. I just wouldn't trust that. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna pass. I just can't. That. I can't trust the trust the Dolphins at all. Like I, so. like I said, I think this is the one Urban Meyer needs. So <laughs> right. throw everything in the kitchen sink at it. All right, there we go. All right, that'll do it for waiver wire. Next episode will be the mailbag. If you want to get in on that, get your questions. Send us over to fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. We'll get your questions in for the next show. Talk to you guys then.